This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Okay, Bruchim welcome everyone uh, to the Kalal Agar de Pirka of Kew Garden Hills and uh, nationally. Welcome everyone, we're continuing in our series on the subject of the Mitzvah of Talmud Torah, the guidelines of the Mitzvah of Talmud Torah, what a person should learn, when a person should learn. Um, some public service announcements. You could still be Mishtatev in our new Binyan. Uh, you could go to charity.com forward slash MMH. You could go to our site, RabbiDG.com and participate in our new International Torah Center. If anybody would like to join us in the month of Tammuz, we are uh, visiting the for the very first time the Kever of Rashi on his yard site, Chavtes Tammuz. Really an amazing trip to Tsarfas and to visit the location of many of the Bali Hatoisvis. If uh, that's something that uh, you're interested in, please contact us uh, right away. There's a early bird special right now, and um, the trip is Brachsem filling up. Okay, we're continuing on this uh, important subject, perhaps the most important subject, because we know that the mitzvah of Talmud Torah is the most important of all the mitzvahs. Last week, we examined the Gemara in Kedushin that taught us from the Pasuk, Vishinan Tam Levanecha, that a person should trisect their time into three parts Mikra, Mishnah, Gemara. We had a Machlekes Rashi and Taisus. Rashi says you divide the week, Taisus says you divide the day. You spend a third of your day learning Mikra, Chumash, Tanach, Mishnah, and Talmud. And Um, furthermore, um, furthermore, Toysus brought an opinion, the opinion of Rabbeinu Tam, that we who do not do this, we rely on that which the Gemara in Sanhedrin says that Bavel is Boilel, all components. So Talmud Bavli actually encompasses Mikra, Mishnah, and Gemara. We saw the Shulchan Aruch that brought this down, Lahalacha. That if a person, let's say, only has nine hours a day to learn, you should spend a third of the time learning Mikra, a third Mishnah, a third Gemara. And the Ramah brought down the opinion of Rabbi Notam that Talmud Bavli encompasses everything. And um, the Ramah also said that this is in the beginning of one's uh, learning. Actually, the Mechaber said this is in the beginning of one's learning, but once a person develops further, then they don't have to spend as much time learning Tarshabach Sav and, and Mishnah, but they could actually delve uh, most of the time into the Gemara. This is even without the sheet of Rabbeinu Tam. This is even if you are perfectly trisecting your time, that's only in the beginning. We mentioned from the Shita from Rav Moshe Feinstein that even if somebody is very developed in learning, bare minimum, one still has to be Maver Sedra. We also saw that Rabbi Yisrael Salanter said that in our times, the definition of Mikra, Mishnah, and Gemara has somewhat changed. Namely, Mikra in our times is Gemara, Mishnah are Rishonim and Achronim, and Talmud is the analysis of the Rishonim and the Achronim. Now let's, we're going to focus on what is Gemara and how should a person divvy up their time in terms of Gemara. The, um, 
Pasuk says in Yeshaya, Vahaya emunasitecha. And it should be a faithfulness of your times. Choysen Yeshuais, a storehouse of salvation. Chachmas Vadas, wisdom and knowledge. Yiras Hashem Hi Oitzarai. Amarish Lakish. The Gemara says in Shabbos, Maidichsev, what does this Pasuk mean in Yeshaya? Vahaya emunasitecha, choysen Yeshuais, Chachmas Vadas, emunas. Is say there's Ra'im. Itecha is say there Moyed. Choysen is say there Nashim. Yeshuais is say there Nazikin. Chachmas is say there Kadshim. Vadas is say there Taharois. So, and nevertheless, if Yiras Shamayim is the Oitzar good, otherwise uh, it's not so good. So the Gemara is uh, finding a remez to the six Siddharim of. Shas, in the Pasuk in Yeshaya, Vahoya Emunasitecha, Choysen Yeshuais, Chachmas Vadas. And then the Gemara brings Rava's interpretation of this Pasuk. Amar Rava, Bishashem Achnisen Adam Ladin, we're in Maramakam number 7, when God brings a person into their ultimate judgment. Oimrim Lai, they ask you a couple of questions. Number one, they ask you, Did you deal in business honestly? Did you set aside time to study Taira? Did you engage in procreation? Did you anticipate? Rashi says, Did you await the coming of the prophecies of the Nevi'im? Did you discourse and discuss analytically wisdom? Did you try to extrapolate one matter from the next? So Rav is saying, There are six very important questions that a person should have a good answer to. Number one, did, they, did you deal honestly in business? Number two, did you set times to learn Torah? Number three, did you involve in Number four, did you await the salvation? Number five, did you engage in Torah discourse? Number six, did you extrapolate? It's interesting that out of the six questions that a person has asked, now certainly there'll be many, many questions, but these are the six primary ones. Half of them, three of them, are about learning. And that's very interesting. Toysus and Kedushin... Yeah, so the first question they ask is the ethical in business. So clearly, if a person is not ethical in business, the learning is uh, not that valuable. But Toysus and Masechta Kedushin asks that the Gemara and Kedushin says, Tchilas dinoi shal adam enoi rak The first question that a person is going to be asked after 120 is about Torah. So that contradicts our Gemara and Shabbos that the first question asked is Nasasa v'nasata be'emuna. That's Toysus' question in Kedushin. And the Maritz Chios quotes the Vilna Goin who uh, sort of revolutionizes this Gemara. Comes the Vilna Goin and the Vilna Goin says that the, these six questions that they ask, did you deal in business honestly? 
Did you set times to learn? Did you engage in procreation? Did you await the coming of Mashiach? Actually, these six questions are one question. Did you learn Shas? The question, did you deal in business honestly is, did you learn Seder Zeroim? Question number two, did you set times, fixed times to learn Torah? Did you learn Mayed? Did you engage in procreation? Did you learn Seder Nashim? Did you await Yeshua? Yeshua is Nazikin. Pelpalta b'chachma is Kodshim. Hevanta dover mitach dover is Tarais. So actually the Gra says that Reish Lakish and Rava are saying a very similar teaching. And namely, Rava is saying you need to learn the six books. Excuse me, Reish Lakish is saying you need to learn the six books. And Rava is saying that the six questions that they ask you after 120 are, did you learn the six books? And that is consistent with what the Gemara says in Kedushan Amem Amad Beis, that the first question they ask is about Torah. In other words, accordingly, the primary questions that a person is asked is if they learn Torah. So, from this Gemara, we see something uh, that, that a person has a, a very significant onus and responsibility. Namely, um, a person is charged with a very great mission in this world, and that mission is to learn Shishe Sidre Mishnah, or what we call Shas. And that's a very significant responsibility. It's a responsibility that everybody has, and it's something that a person has to have a good answer to after 120. In fact, we'll skip for a moment to the Ramchal and the Darach Hashem. The Ramchal and the Darach Hashem says um, that regarding measuring and regarding divvying out and allocating one's time for learning, the first consideration needs to be that you need to learn all the material. Um, did I lose you here? The first consideration is you need to learn all the material. The next consideration is, okay, if let's say I have 50 years left, I'll divide the Shisha Sireh Mishnah accordingly. If I have 20 years left, I'll, learn, I'll divide accordingly. In other words, Ramchal is saying, the objective is you got to go through everything, and depending how much time you have, that's how much time you could spend on every subject. The Ramchal writes in the Dar Hashem, Chilak Dalet, Parak Beis Ois Dalet, Oid Nimsaba, Hajraga, the Chiluk, we also find levels and differentiation. In accordance with rectifying all of creation. Meaning, There is no aspect of creation that will not be rectified by learning Torah. And you will be able to perfect an aspect of creation. Which means as follows that God created the world with the Torah, which means every part of the world corresponds to a different part of the Torah, and each part of the Torah, so to speak, is mashlim, and gives kayach to a different part of the Bria. Benimsa, it comes out, It comes out, somebody who wants to serve 
their Creator a complete service, needs to engage in all of its aspects in accordance with one's ability. In other words, if you want to serve God fully, you need to learn the whole Torah. In order to rectify the whole world. In other words, each part of the Torah corresponds to a different part of the world. In order to fully rectify the world, you need to learn the whole Torah. And in this vein, our sages have taught us, The reason why you need to trisect your life is because you need to equally perfect all of creation. Included in this is all aspects of Torah, you need to divide your time, in order to grab a hold of all chalakim of Torah, not to forsake any aspect of Torah. So in other words, should I learn Chumash? Yeah. Should I learn Nevi'im? Yeah. Should I learn Ksuvim? Yeah. Should I learn Mishnah? Yeah. Should I learn Gemara? Yeah. You got to learn everything, because you have to fix the birds and the fish and the cows and the land and the mountains and the air and the sky and each part of the world corresponds to a different part of the Torah. So you want to make sure that you divvy up your time and sort of cover all elements of Torah. Now, in terms, it's coming out that this is quite a whopper of a onus and responsibility. To be able to learn everything that Shana. They're going to ask, okay, did you learn Zraim? Did you learn Mayed? Did you learn Nashim? Did you learn Nazikim? And actually, the onus is even further. And we're coming uh, very soon to sort of the real whopper of this series of, of Shirim, namely, a very important question. But first, let's, let's learn the extent of this obligation. The Mechaber tells us in Simon Kufnon Hesef Aleph that one is obligated to set aside time to learn in the morning and the evening. And the Bir Alacha quotes in Yaradeus and Reish Mevav, there it's Mavayar that a person has to be koivea time for Talmud Torah in the day and the night. And therefore, it is correct. So besides setting time to learn after Shachris, you should also set time to learn um, between Mincha and Marev. Because by doing this, you'll be Yoytze the Chiv of Lima Torah during the day and the night. Now, regarding learning between Mincha and Marev, the Gemara and Bracha says you come back from the field in the evening, you go to the shul, if you know how to read Chumash, if you know how to read Mishnah, you do. And the Chavetz Chaim says in uh, our grave sin, Many people are very lax in learning. They don't even set aside a little bit of time to learn. And the main reason is, people don't realize how, how great the obligation is. Now look at this Chazal. Chazal tells in the Yushalmi and Chagika, Viter HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Alavoyin Avoydazara, V'gilei Arayos, Shvi Chazdamim, V'loi Viter, Alavoyin Betel Taira. And the Chavetz Chaim quotes a Medrash and Mishlei. Amar Rabbi Shmuel, look how serious the Yom Hadin is that Hakadosh Baruch Hu is destined to judge the world. 
Someone who knows Chumash but doesn't know Mishnah, Hashem is hoifech panamimenu. Hashem's going to turn his face away from him. Umitzeire Gehenim is gabrambai, and the pains of Gehenim will overcome the person. And they take the guy and they throw him into Gehenim. If someone knows two Siddharam of Mishnah or three, Hashem says, why didn't you learn all the halachas? Someone who knows all the halachas, Hashem says, did you learn Taras Kayanim? Someone who knows Taras Kayanim, Hashem is going to say, you know Chamisha Chamshe Torah? Someone who knows Chamisha Chamshe Torah, Hashem is going to say, why didn't you learn Haggadah? Someone who learned Haggadah, Hashem is going to say, why didn't you learn Shas? So someone who does not use their time to set aside time to learn every day, he's not going to know any of these things. And he's not going to have a very good response on the Yom Adin. So now, the onus just became much greater. Because aside from the way the Vilna Gaon learns the Gemara, that one has to make sure to have learned Zraim, Mayed, Nashim, Nazikim, Kachim, and Tarais, the Medrash says that there's not going to be one subject in Torah that a person is not going to be asked, okay, you know Chumash, why don't you know Mishnah? Why don't you know Gemara? If you look up the Chazal, they're going to say, do you know what the Kisei HaKavah looks like? Do you know what the Merkavah looks like? And it seems like quite a daunting task. And the question is, is it even a possible task? Can an average person really be held accountable and responsible to go through so much material. Not everybody has the background in learning. Not, I mean, uh, many people learn daf yoimi. You know, do they really know it? So if they ask, okay, did you learn Zeram? Yeah. Mayid, yeah. But if they ask any questions on it, the person will say, uh, um, uh, yeah, I, I, I stepped out for that one. They ask another question. Yeah, uh, I must have missed that day. So then they can ask, Okay, so what do you know? And if you learn a little bit slower than the Daf Yoimi, okay, so you know, we do the Daf HaShavua, so it takes 50 years to go through the Shas. From the Medrash it seems that Kala Torah Kula is quite expansive. It includes all the Midrashim, Torah Koyanim. What is the definition of Kala Torah Kula? Let's start with Ramosha's Tshuva and then we're going to work this series backward. Rav Moshe Feinstein's Echazal of learns that there is an obligation on every Jew to learn Kala Tarakula. What is Kala Tarakula? Do you need to learn Yushalmi? Do you need to learn... You know, there are a lot of books. You look at the bookshelves, there are a lot of books. Do you need to learn all the Svarim of the Chidah? <laughs> Do you need to learn all the Svarma of the Chassam Soifer? Do you need to learn a lot, a lot of things to learn? Rav Moshe says from the Rambam it's Mashma, there is an obligatory mitzvah on every single Jew, Lilmoid as Kol HaToyra, to learn the Sharei Nakat Gam Chiv Zeb Perak Alf because the Rambam spoke about this Chiv in the first Perak in chapter ten, Shu Achiv Shal Kol Echa VeEchad Mi Yisrael which is the obligation that every Jew should talk that he has to learn until his day of death. Mitam, the reason is, because as long as you're not involved in learning, you're going to forget. So that's the reason why we always have to learn, because you're not always learning, then you're forgetting. 
Which means, now, when is that mitzvah? The chiyuv is at the time that you set to learn. During that time, you have to make sure or try to go through kolat kula. That's so you learn a parak a day. Says Ramosha, be'iyun? No, not be'iyun. Because if you're just learning a short amount of time a day, be'iyun, you won't accomplish anything. There's a separate mitzvah to learn be'iyun. There's a mitzvah to go through kolat kula, and there's a mitzvah to learn in depth. Says Rav Moshe, that means there are two separate mitzvahs. There's a mitzvah of learning in depth, of learning analytically, of really digging in and delving in, and then there's a mitzvah to go through the whole corpus of material. Says Rav Moshe, this second mitzvah of going through Kalat Kula is the source of Daf Yomi. That in most Jewish cities in Europe, a hundred years ago, people would learn a blad a day. And it says, it could be in every Jewish city. There was a Chevra Shas. They would learn Bechabura Balabatim, and the Rav would learn with them, or they would divide up the Shas. Those who could learn on their own, learned on their own. Um, and most shuls did this. And when this custom of Yidin learning Shas became weak, they create, they were Noyheg, through the great Goyen Ramer Shapiro, the Abezin of Lublin, to be Mesakein, a Takana Gedoyla, in the whole world, Dafayomi. Why? What's the purpose of Dafayomi? By learning Dafayomi, you're Mekayim, the mitzvah of Tar Peh, that was written by Ravashi and Ravina. And if you learn Shas, that's considered learning Kol Kula. In other words, what's the definition? A Jew is obligated to learn Kol Kula. How do you fulfill that? By learning Shas. What about I'm not learning Tarmid Yushalmi? You're not Mechuyov, says Ramosha. Part of the mitzvah of learning Kala does not include Yushalmi. Why? It's very difficult to learn Yushalmi, says Ramosha. There's no clear commentary on Yushalmi. Like we have Rashi. And the reason why we don't have a clear commentary is we don't really paskin like the Yushalmi. And, says Ramosha, in the early generations, many great Gedolim didn't learn Yushalmi. Many Gedolim never saw the Yushalmi. So the definition of learning Kol Kula is Talmud Bavli. And that was fulfilled throughout the generations with Chevra Shas. And nowadays it's fulfilled by learning Daf Yomi. And... You don't fulfill the mitzvah of learning in depth by learning it, but that is how you could basically fulfill the obligation of learning kolatarakula. Now, even that is a very big obligation. Um, I want to jump to another uh, aspect of this. And that is, even though we're saying the definition of learning kolatarakula is Talmud Bavli, there are a number of things that you need to learn, even more fundamental than anything we mentioned. And that is what Rav Voba writes about. Rav Voba in Alei Shor, in Chelek Aleph, page Chavtes, he brings that Rav Yochem ben Zakkai told his Talmidim, you know, what's the great path? 
He said, Tzuru'u, go out and see what is the good path that a person should cling to. And who did he tell this to? He told his Talmidim. His Talmidim were Tanoim, Kedosh Elyon. But they had to investigate what is the right path to cling to. And Revolva says that in our generation there's an even greater obligation. What is the correct path? You can't You can't just say, well, you know, the good path in this world is to be a good Jew. To be good to God and good to other people. Is that all you need to do? Is it enough just to say, I'll follow intuition? In such darkness and confusion of our times, of course, we need to really delve into what is the obligatory learning that every Jew must be engaged in and know. And Revolva says, well, I'm going to tell you. A young person who wants to approach the world of spirituality, there are four main subjects that every Jew must learn and know. And by the way, none of those four subjects are even Gemara. Even if you never open up a Gemara, you could still fulfill the four fundamentals. Now it doesn't mean you're not obligated to learn Kala but Shaz Bavli is not the Yesoid, is not the foundation. Foundation number one, we'll come to this further, is you need to have a very wide-ranging knowledge in Shulchan Aruch Arachayim with the Mishnah So, And that's a Pashud, that's obvious. If you don't know, if you don't know Mishnah then you, you don't know how to practice Judaism. So you could be a big lamdin and know Yavamis and you're an Amaretz Gomor because you don't know what shoe to put on first. Yeah, I know, the Shulchan says the right shoe. You don't know what shoe to tie first. Yeah, the Shulchan says the left shoe. Yeah, what about a woman? What shoe does a woman tie for? The Shulchan says the, left, uh, the, the woman ties her right shoe first because she doesn't wear tefillin. What shoe do I untie first? <laughs> when I take a shower, what side of my body do I wash first? What part of my body do I wash first? I don't know. So you got to know Shulchan Aruch with the Mishnah Barah. Number two, Chayiv Lerchosh Ba Yediyah Rechava B'Tayra Ampir Shash Ramban. You need to have wide-ranging knowledge in Chumash with Rashi and Ramban. Number three, you need to have wide-ranging knowledge and fundamental knowledge of Perkei Avais with Rabbeinu Yoyna. By the way, on Friday we try... Uh, we have a share at Pergeros Rabbeinu Number four, you need to know Mesilas Yesharim very well. Revolva says, you should spend 30 minutes a day learning Shulchan Aruch Arachayim with the Mishnah By the way, if you want, you could join us every morning, 9 o'clock on Zoom. We learn Mishnah We're learning the Halchah Better to learn with the Chavrusa here. Even better if you learn the background in the Gemara. But don't, don't say, well, yeah, I know, I, I already, uh, I know halacha. Huh. You learn one page of Mishnah Bura, you'll see you don't know halacha. Bechlal. I don't mean you, I mean me. So, so think about it. You have to know Kala And these four fundamental learnings are not even Kala Tarakula, it's even besides Shas, 
there's no chumash with Rashi, you have no shulchanarach with the Mishnah Berurah, Pirkei Avais, the Ramchal, I mean, that's a lot of things to learn. That's a lot of things to learn. And we're going to see, we haven't really even began to scratch the surface of all the things we need to learn. So I'm going to jump right into maybe what I would consider the main question of this series. And that is, uh uh-oh. Is this really possible? Is this really possible? And I want to read to you the question in the Sefer Shevet Moser. The Shevet Moser was one of the great Turkish G'daylem, uh, Rebelio HaKoyin of Izmir, that somehow my children are descendants of. I'm not sure how. I know it's through my wife's side. And um, we were zoicha to be at his kever a few months ago. Now, for all you Jews out there, I don't recommend going to Turkey right now. Just because I happen to have gone there, do not follow in that path. Not a good place to go right now. But I'm very happy. People said, are you happy you went to Turkey? I said, as soon as I got back, okay, I was very happy I went. But um, I was zoicha to daven at his kever. He was a great preacher. He wrote many svarim, including the Sefer Shevet Moser. And he asked the question we're probably all afraid to ask. And uh, let's take a look. This is in the Sefer Shevet Moser, Perak Mem Aleph. Hashem HaGodol, number 33 on your sheets. The Hanoira HaMuhula B'chol Tzva HaMorim B'Amorim Uchvi Amo Yisrael Uvefi Amo Yisrael B'Frat B'Filoim De Tairasai The Great Almighty God who is praised by all the constellations and in the mouth of Israel, and especially those who learn Torah, because those who learn Torah recognize Hashem's greatness and His majesty, and they understand to be mechavein and to explain and to, and to comprehend. The Medrash says, shana. God is going to ask very detailed questions. What does my Kisei HaKovet look like? What does the Merkava look like? Like the Medrash Mishlei says, Medrash Shachatav. Amar Rabbi Shmuel. Rabbi Shmuel said, Boyu Adin. Come and see how powerful the Yom Adin is. That Hashem is destined to judge the world in the valley of Yehoshaphat. When Talmidei Chacham come before him, God said, Hey, you ever learn anything? If they say, Yeah, Hashem said, yeah, really? You think you learned? Tell me what you learned in Chumash. Tell me what you learned in Mishnah. Therefore, Chazal say, whatever you learned, it should be in your hand. Whatever you learned in Mishnah should be in your hand. You don't want to be embarrassed in the Yom Adin. Rabbi Yishmael would say, Someone who has Mikra, and he doesn't have Mishnah, Hashem's going to turn his face from the, away. And the pains of Gehenna will prevail. And they're going to take the guy and they're going to throw him into the purgatory. If you learn two Siddharam or three, Hashem's going to say, why didn't you learn four, five, and six? Now, this is very important. If God says, let him be, 
everything's good. And if not, he'll be judged like the first guy. Huh? Why the first guy, God's going to say, you learned Chumash, you don't learn Mishnah, so they're going to take him and throw him into the self-cleaning oven, without any excuse. And the second guy, he learned two or three Siddharm, God's going to say, why didn't you learn four, five, and six? If God says, let him be, why would God say, let him, let him be? God didn't say to the first guy, let him be. Why is there this option with this gentleman that God might say, let him, uh, you know, let him be? If God says, great, and if he doesn't, he'll be like the first guy. You know, what's this re- possible reprieve that's available? So that is a major breakthrough in this whole subject. In other words, yes, we're responsible to learn Kala but it seems like everybody is judged differently. So what is the judgment based on? The Medrash continues, So God says, why don't you learn Taras Kayanim? So I learn Taras Kayanim, Hashem says, why don't you learn Agadita? Because when a Chacham teaches Agadita, Hashem is Moichel Davonis of Klal Yisrael. When Klal Yisrael answers, even if there's a Nechtam Gezardin, Hashem is Moichel. Someone who learned Agadita, HaKadosh Baruch says, My son, why didn't you learn Gemara? All the rivers go to the Gemara. Someone who learns Gemara, Hashem's going to say, You learned Gemara? Do you know my Merkava? Do you know what I look like? There's no greater, do you know my secrets? Isn't that my splendor, my majesty? Why don't you recognize my greatness? Says the Sheven Musar, from here we see Tamide Chachamim. By learning Torah, they could be makir and know the greatness of Hashem, His beauty. They could praise Him. They could know His names. They could be mechavin to the shorish of things. And they can know all the secrets of the universe. Great. And he brings over here, a special tefillah that somebody who knows different secrets could say. The tefillah goes, Rebunish you know that we're flesh and blood. Nobody could understand your full greatness. Like it says, Even if we knew all your various letters and names and all the various kavanois and all the kavanois of bracha and the kavanois of Torah, nevertheless, um, we wouldn't get to the nth degree of what's available, and certainly we who are only Basar Vadam, we don't know these Kavanas. Therefore, Hashem, Yiratsa, Mufanecha, that my Shachris, my Musaf, my Mincha, my Neila, my Marav that I daven every day, and all my Torah and all my Master Mitzvahs, please consider it as if I know all the secrets of the universe and I'm doing the Mitzvah, trying to tap into all the great secrets. And here we come to. One of the most uh, frightening and compelling questions you could ever ask. Says the Baal Shev and Musar, We need to analyze the following aspect of the above-mentioned Medrash. If you take Chazal literally, you learn Chumash? Oh, why didn't you learn Mishnah? You learn Mishnah? Okay, here, go into the barbecue. You learned Mishnah, why didn't you learn all six Siddharm? Oh, you didn't learn? Okay. Go into the oven. You learned that? You didn't learn Maisa Merkava? Says the Yeshiva Musar, you have not let anybody in this world breathe. Could anybody really learn all this stuff? 
Even Gedoyle Hadar don't know all of this. You think the G'dayle Hadar know every single medrash and every detail of every halacha? Maybe Reb Chaim Kenevsky. But realistically, you think even great Talmidei Chachamim from a hundred years ago, they knew everything? The Shem Musa was writing this a few hundred years ago. It says even in our generation, the great people don't know all of this. And we know there's a principle, which literally means God's not looking to bust your chops. Well, you think an average person can know every toysvist and shas? How about even every toysvist on one mesechta? And especially we're in Golos. There's no greater bitl taira. So how could Hashem really ask of a person on the Yom Adin, all the chelke ha-toira, Merkava? You think anyone today knows Maisa Merkava? So what, everybody is doomed? You know what a medrash like this makes you want to do? It makes you want to throw in the towel and not even begin learning. You're telling me i got to learn all of Shas, all all of Shas, all of Mishnah everything. Alright, it ain't happening, so I might as well read the newspaper because maybe, look, not so hard to get there on last yesterday's Yankee game, so I'll never, I'll, I'll, I'll know uh, all the nine hitters and the pitcher and the relief pitcher. That's easier. But now you tell me I have to know Kala Tarakula on that. that. That ain't happening. Does anybody know Kala Tarakula? Says the Shevet Musar. Anyone who hears these words of Chazal, Mesioish Menachayim, they lose all zest for life. Person thinks I'm going to be like a shish kebab. I have no, uh, that's what's going to be my end. Because if ultimately God's going to ask me all these questions about learning, and I'm not going to know it, and I, I see what the matter says, what the, where, where, where people are destined to go if they don't know the answer, this, forget the whole thing. Says the Sheva Musar, V'evshar chas v'shalom yavoy lidei b'itolom, a person can give up hope, and he'll do whatever he wants. I might as well spend the rest of my time on the golf course. What about other words of Chazal that seem to uh, contradict this? For example, V'oid, Shem divrei maimer zehim dvarm kipshuta, and if Chazal literally mean, you gotta know, Bavli, Yushalmi, Toiras Koyanim, Aysa what about the Gemara Menachos that says, Echad Hamar Bebechad Whether you'd learn a lot, whether you'd learn a little bit, as long as you have the right intentions. Which seems to indicate that with a minimal that a person learns, Look, I learn a little bit in the morning, I learn a little bit at night, I try to learn other times, I try to learn on Shabbos. Chazal seem to say, as long as you give it your best shot, it's very beloved by God. What about other Chazal? There's a medrash that say some people are zoichet to Mikra, some people are zoichet to Mishnah, some people are zoichet to Talmud, some people are zoichet to everybody. Kefi mashenechlak lenavshay al har Sinai. Here Chazal seem to say that different people have different connection to Torah. That what about some people have a like to learn. Some people like to learn Agadita. Some people like to learn Chumash. Which seems like that not everybody has the same share 
and chilek in the midst of Talmud Torah? What about the Chazal that say lefum tzara agra? The, it's, it's all dependent on how much effort you put in. That seems that the person's reward is dependent on the effort, even if the achievement is lacking. But that's against what Chazal said, that God's going to go through every line of Shas and say, do you know this, do you know this, do you know this? Okay, you know this, you know the Marshal's question, you know the Marshal, what's Rabbi Kivayir's answer? You know Rabbi Kivayir's answer? How does Rabbi Baruch Bar explain it? What's, what does Rabbi Chanon say? So there seems to be somewhat of a contradiction. Do you really need to know everything? Do you really have to learn everything? Or is it enough to make reasonable efforts? On the one hand, Chazal say, they're going to ask you about everything. So basically, the Shevin Musar takes a very interesting approach to this. And we'll develop it more next week. That every single Jew who stood on Har Sinai, was given a chilek in Torah. And not everybody's chilek in Torah is the same. Some people were given a chilek of chamishay chumshay Torah. Some people were given a chilek of Mishnayis as well. Some people were given a chilek of Gemara. Some people were given a chilek of Agarita. Some people were given a basic portion, some people are given a deeper portion, some people have already mastered parts of the Torah in previous Gilgulim, and they've come now for one specific chilek of Torah. And therefore everybody is obligated to try to master their share and connection to Torah. And that's accomplished by giving it your all to try to really learn as much as you possibly can. Will there be people? Will there be great people who are asked, no, why don't you know everything? Yeah, some people were given everything. But not everybody was given everything. And the last thing, the last purpose of any statement of Chazal is to make anyone feel guilty or to feel overwhelmed. We have to know the Torah was given to us for one reason, out of Hashem's love for us. And therefore every statement of Chazal was said in order for us to feel Hashem's love for us. And if you come across a statement of Chazal and say, well, they're going to ask you everything, otherwise you're going to turn into a shish kebab, then clearly that's not what it means. Because we know the Torah is, Ahava, Rabba, Ahavtanu, Hashem Eloikeinu. Chemla, Gedoyla, Viseira, Chamalta, Aleinu. And if you hear a statement of Chazal, and it doesn't seem like, Ahava, Rabba, Ahavtanu, then we have to ask, well, how is the statement of Chazal a demonstration of Hashem's great love for us? And the answer is, Hashem gave us so much Torah. Because Ratzah HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Yisrael. He wanted to give us all kinds of enjoyment in Olam Haba. So he gave us all kinds of Torah. And this is what we're going to uh, continue to delve into. Um, and ultimately it's going to be a great balance. In other words, don't say, well, oh, Baruch Hashem. You see, I only learn Perkei Avos, and I only learn the first Mishnah. Actually, I focus on the first three words. Because my Chelek in Torah is Moshe Kibel Torah. 
you know, don't fool yourself. You could do more than that. You were given more than that. So in other words, a person has to live with a balance that HaKadosh Baruch Hu expects from us in accordance with our capabilities. On the other hand, we probably have more capabilities than we like to admit. So we always have to live with the balance of learning Besimcha and recognizing that we could only accomplish our chilek, and whatever our chilek is, we should rejoice in it. And on the other hand, we should always shoot for the stars and try to learn everything. And if we try to learn everything, we'll learn a lot with Hashem's help. And that will develop this idea of Hashem more next week. We'll also try to uh, put into place, okay, so there's Gemara, and there's Musr, and there's Halacha, and there's Chumash. How do you divvy it up? And next week we'll start with the following subject. When we talk about Bavli, learning Bavli, so should you learn fast, or should you learn slow? You know, uh, in some yeshivas, they learn very analytically. You know, I went to, um, in a certain sense, in the yeshiva that, that I, I went to, it's uh, renowned for their in-depth learning. You know, so in our yeshiva, we learn Maram Shif. In order to learn Maram Shif, you need to know every line of Toysvis, Klar, with the Shaklavataria. In a way, you need to know the Gemara much better than if you just learn outside Lambdas. And maybe in some of the Hasidic yeshivas, the tradition was to cover a lot of ground. We'll see next week that there are really two separate mitzvahs. There's a mitzvah of Ion and a mitzvah of Bikiyos. We're going to read a letter from Rav Shach, who is very critical of the slow pace that uh, many yeshivas are learning. Um, but basically, you know what? We'll begin this subject with uh, the the comments of the Levush Mordechai in his Hakdama to his Perush on Baba Kama. He says that really there are two mitzvahs. There's learning Shas V'iyon and learning Shas B'Kiyos. And he says that even though he spoke at length about the importance of Pilpalat Talmidim, because that's how you really understand the Torah. But it's not enough to learn Pilpal. Uh, some people are very sharp, and they have Svara Yeshara, but they don't know anything. Like, the, And therefore, like uh, they said, Rameir had a Talmud, and he could be Matara Shemetz, and Matama a hundred ways. But he didn't know anything. And... Uh, you have two kinds of learning. You have Rabbi Yosef says Sinai, which is a wide-ranging knowledge of Torah. And you have Oikar Harim, which is very sharp. And therefore he says, um, The following Eitzah is very good. As soon as you could learn Gemara and Toysvis, you should have two Limudim. One, learn Gemara with Toysvis Bi'yun, and the other after they learn Gemara without Toysus, and to review it and to know it very well. And then he says an hour a day you should spend learning Ketzois um, HaChoshen. Again, this is talking about somebody who is a Ben Yeshiva, 
and he has many, many hours a day to learn, so he'll spend half the day learning Bekiyos, half a day learning Ion, and that's really what we did in Yeshiva. We had a morning Seder where we learned uh, in depth, and actually we didn't learn Blat, we learned Sugyos, and we could spend many weeks on one Sugya. But in Bekiyos, actually we did, uh, we did Bekiyos with Taisvis, and we... Uh, you know, once you reach a certain level, you, you're, you're responsible to learn about 80 blot a year with Tosis. Um, Be'ezhem will continue next week with Rav Shach's letter, and we'll uh, develop the idea of the Shevet Moser. Rabbi Isai, have a great rest of the day. Baruch HaVatzacha. Baruch everyone. Be well. Okay, have a good day. Bye-bye. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.